Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital, and welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the video games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful games, uh, wonderful world of video games, I should say. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube, absolutely free. I'm joined once again by the reigning Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz Champion. It's Tom Atkins, not Cock. How's it going? I'm good. Excellent. Bloody good. It's getting again. It's it's these. It's the day of the week. <laughs> yeah, we get it, we get it on the right day of the week. These recordings, and we get a positive Adkins. We get it on the wrong day, yeah. and we get a negative Adkins. So we're <laughs> pleased to have caught you on this on this better day. Now we're still on that road that we was talking about last week. We was talking about this this road to next gen, but we need to be taking the time out to be looking back at some of the the bits and pieces from current gen before we put it out to pasture for good before we wash our hands of it and never talk about it again so we've done our playstation retrospective our playstation 4 talked about all the games the hardware not all the games a complete load of bollocks the games that we found the most interesting or had the most sort of discussion points over the hardware bits and pieces like that this particular show is a little bit different because the way the generations work is let's be honest about it Adkins Sony and Microsoft decide when these generations change uh, yeah. the PC ain't doing it I know they have their own generations of GPUs and whatnot but in terms of like, the gaming space it's most people just agree to go into this generation cycle of when Xbox and PlayStation decide to do a new one that's when we'll start calling it the, the new gen not now no, well, now down to Stadia. They're going to be the generation. Stadia will be the generational shift. We've got new, new throttling throughput for your streaming, so you don't fucking pixelate. Um, but what that leaves is we can have we can have conversations about all the the exclusives and the or the or the the, the published games from the Sony or the Xbox yeah. or the Microsoft side. But there is a plethora of multi-platform titles that can get left out of these conversations. Like you see the t- top top ten PlayStation exclusives, you see the lists of it, or top ten Xbox exclusives, you see. You don't be seeing these multi-platforms or some in some cases these Nintendo games getting getting a Ooh. look in so this particular show we're just going to chat about stuff that was multi-platform or just not on the uh, the xbox or the playstation so that, that includes pc that includes nintendo fuck it might even include mobile games if we, we ever find one that can be that that's spoken about so it's a bit more of an open discussion an open show where we can talk about all sorts of different games, and then yeah. we'll finish this little road off at some point with, with an Xbox retrospective next week, if it all goes to plan. Um, oh. And then we'll be there. We'll be on the eve of this fucking brand new generation. Anyway, patreon.com slash chat. Send it over your money, and we'll be putting it to good <laughs> use. I promise. I oh, promise. payday yesterday. Come on. Well, first is it? Do we still get paid on that day? I don't know. know. Every day is a payday for me. As it should be. As it it bloody well should be. Um, Well, 
hardware-wise, it's difficult to chat about this because, like I said, the PCs do have GPUs. Mm. We, had, we had ray tracing introduced and whatnot, but I'm not going to sit so here and... So how many GPUs have we been getting Fuck in this gen nah. since 2014? Fuck no, it's probably about... 30. It would have been... Is it one every three years, it does? No, every 18 months, probably. Yeah. There's normally three of each. Did you count... Nvidia and AMD, three oh, yeah. times six. You're looking up to over a dozen or so, possibly. So, but we don't claim to be PC connoisseurs here, oh. so we ain't gonna get snarled up in that. All <laughs> I know is that 30 series has come out and it's fucking shit over everything, and it's at a reasonable price. So, PC gaming becoming a viable option for people on tighter budgets, perhaps, although still quite expensive. But then you could argue the consoles are. But we did get a. Uh, a few bits and pieces. We talked a bit about VR or the PlayStation kind of look back, but we, we had the, the breakout Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive um, mm-hmm. that, that came out on PC. Now, you were, we still are, um, you have that card, that Master Race card of yours. Um, it, yeah. might be, it might be a bit old and folded up. And well, it, it, it is now with the latest games coming out, the big one, Cyberpunk. Yeah. My big is now the low... Minimum requirement uh, <laughs> at minimum, the end of the gen. It might take a few swipes of your membership card to get in the Master Race headquarters, but I think you'll, you'll eventually get in. They might have to manually type your number in. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. But did I mean the the the, the VR thing? I won't won't harp on it too much because I think the same uh-huh. sort of situations arise. But was there ever any consideration for you to jump on? The, I'll tell you what. PC VR, because we've got Ogsworth Dave Salmon, who fucking loves it, and he he's paid top dollar for the top VR headsets and says it's fucking remember? great and uses it. We, I think it was, was it you? Yeah, it was when we went to Brum, I think, uh, EGX in Brum. And yes. I on the HTC Vive. Yes. And I was blown away at how good that was. And I was like, wow. Really scaling, wandering round. That was the big thing, yeah. I think I played like some fucking painting thing. It's like basically Microsoft Paint, but in the fucking world. Yeah. And I was doing that, and that blew me away compared to the PlayStation VR. Mm. Um, was there a concern of buy one? Not a serious one. Yeah. But playing that HTC Vive did make me think, fuck, if I ever did think about this, that would be the one to get. Yeah. Get, um, get the room re- scaling, get the proper. Yeah proper kit and caboodle and yeah, like i mentioned salmon's got it he fucking loves it and um he was he was i think he was he was trying to get a new one wasn't he not long ago i don't think he actually he got it in the end salmon doesn't he he's a, yeah he yeah, is a gimmick master it's just if you got the pc and the and the space well, that's the thing. for vr yeah. like, the one thing i know is i did dabble with pc during this this time period with that uh, oculus rift s and yes i had the two by two space like the the recommended sort of requirements if you will but you still wasn't quite i I didn't feel like it was quite big enough because i was still sometimes just in a panic scraping the wall or i smashed my knuckles on it once because i was reacting to something that happened on screen yeah it just wasn't big enough so you do need that room if you want to get the sort of best out of the room scale and i think that's one of the barriers of of vr but it certainly at least went from in my view like a pipe dream to a viable product like we've seen yeah. vr headsets sell well we've seen lots and lots and lots of games developed for them so it's far from a dead platform and in many ways you could argue that this generation was almost it's coming out party to establish yeah. itself put its 
put his, you know, flag in the in the fucking hole and say, look, we're here as well. We're going to take a piece of this game empire. Yeah, definitely. Even as far as on my computer, it now says is like if this guy, this PC is VR compatible. For cool, what are you waiting for? for? There it is. Go. So, yeah, it's something I'd, I'd like to if they were more affordable and had the room. But I do see it as a bit of a gimmick. But it certainly isn't just that now, um, no. especially on the PC side. Um, like you say, with these added things, they're trying to make more of it, and it's not going away. Nope, it's not. That's the thing. That's it isn't going away. So there's obviously a viable market there for it, and um, be interesting to see how it develops over these over these next sort of set five to seven years to see. Thing is, they've sussed it now, haven't they? Because they're now doing wireless ones, and that yeah. was always my biggest gripe with it. It's yes. just like you're wandering around with a fucking blindfold on, you can't see where you're going, and you get tangled up with fucking cords and wires and got headsets and that. And now if they're doing all that wirelessly, fucking, well, there is a limit. I was going to say sky's the limit, but your fucking room's the limit, isn't it? Room's the limit. And, yeah, there's still, like, with the Quest, at least the first iteration of the Quest, it was it was compatible with Half-Life Alex, but you had to still plug it into the PC to play that game because it needed a bit more juice. So there's what? still a bit of a power problem that might not get solved in the in the near future, but perhaps in a couple of generations where it will, basically what I want to see is that these wireless ones are worked towards where they're a viable option and you can get all the games on it, they will work. Oh, okay, they might not be, fidelity-wise, Not might not be the best, but you can still at least play it without having to plug it into anything. And um, that's something that might develop with the Quest 2 and it might take to the Quest 3 for it to be realised. But that's that's where I'd be tempted to start looking and jumping in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on VR and see how it develops. I mean, see what we get in, in the next sort of few years or whatnot. Um, yeah. Nintendo had a, a bit of a breakout hit again. We had, we had that Wii all those years ago. Well, that come out? That was early on. Oh, six. Yeah. The thing about the Wii was we had fucking Nana playing it. And, <laughs> and you think at any point where you're getting Nana playing these consoles, you've you've hit home run. Bust it out. For 2006. Christmas. 2006 on the nose. Oh, I remember getting nose. one. I got one. Um, Lopeman's mum. <laughs> She's still listening to Lopeman's mum, actually. She worked in Sainsbury's. I mean, at Lloyd's. And she told me, she said, Nana wants one for Christmas. Um, and she said, oh, that I think they must have been sold out everywhere. And she said, oh, my mum can get one. And she'd hide it out the back for me. And I rolled up, I strolled up from Lloyd's right through the town, went to Sainsbury's, went and yeah. met Lopeman's mum. And there she pulls out this thing. I think it was only about 180 quid. 180 quid it was, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Absolute cheat. And yeah, again, a bit felt like a bit like a VR thing because it was that new... Like the motion controls, didn't motion we? Motion control yeah, and that. Little sensor. Yeah, it was the, I had one for... I, I never bought myself one. I bought my... I think I bought my... I thought I bought current wife... Like I've had loads of wives, but currently, <laughs> I was just thinking whether it was ex-girlfriend. Henry VIII but, over here. Yeah, <laughs> current wife won many years ago, and I think I'm, even my parents bought one for themselves, or I got them one, because they were just, like, cheap. 
for like 180 yeah. quid. Then they'll be on offer over Black Friday and Christmas and whatnot. You'd find them for like 130 or something. And they were just like, it was almost like an impulse so, buy at that point. It is. And, it, and they, it did sell fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, even you go around like, right, like people's parents' house or something and they left Nana's like, got it. Player, Skybox. And there's Nana's fucking Wii stashed in the corner. Yeah, the Wii Fitball leaned up against it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So <laughs> Nintendo go from this dizzying height of like, of like breakthrough console with some yep. excellent games on it, but in in the background there's a there's a there's a crowd of gamers, core gamers that are unhappy with this because the Wii just became shovelware city of just toot being put on it and piled on, and you know despite the sales and the financial success, there was there were rumblings that people weren't happy with it overall because of the toot that was put on it. No, don't get me wrong, great games as well, I've played a lot of them, it was excellent, but then they'd fucking done this Wii U. <laughs> and at that point, everyone's like, "Jesus H Christ!" And, and this I was. I remember getting hyped for that because of the, the the tablet thing that it was. You could take it oh any, anywhere with you. It's like a sort of hybrid, the real hybrid we wanted. Yeah, it was and fucking crazy. It was this thing. It's like, oh, you can go and if you whilst watching TV, you can take the controller, which was this fucking look like a kid's toy, like Shh. tablet. My first switch. That's it. My first switch, and then you can. Go and sit on the shitter and continue playing your game. <laughs> you <laughs> could, you could. And no cunt bought that but Hall. <laughs> yeah, I think Hall was the only person I knew. And I think Salmon got one. Um, oh, yeah, so what, I had one friend, um, Pasola. He's the only guy that bought one Matty. that I knew. Yeah, I oh, wasn't interested in it, and I'm, I'm glad that it was put out to, to pasture. Yeah. But the reason why I mention this is because... You know, at that point, that was a bit of a that was a failure, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like to hear it, the the Wii U was a failure. They just come off, like I said, we just spoke about the dizzying Ooh. heights of um of this Even of the, the Wii, the 3DS. Yeah, 3DS. Yeah, pissing Another all over it. Success story. And then, and then they come the Wii U. <laughs> yeah. And then you think, Christ, what are Nintendo going to do? And what they reveal in like late 2016 is rumours about this. NX, NX, yeah, the code name it. NX, yeah. and we're like, what is this Nintendo machine? I'm like, I'm kind of at that point, I'm like gagging for a, a new good system to play Nintendo games on because I didn't want to invest in the Wii U. I certainly weren't going to go and get the fucking Wii from fucking Nana's house and dish that out <laughs> and start playing that. I wanted a new Nintendo platform because I was like, I'm committing to this this gaming now. I'm like, I've starting to really look at what's on the, the landscape hardware-wise, and I want to try and get involved with some of this Nintendo stuff that I've missed. And we get this NX rumours, and I'm like, what on earth's that? And eventually we find out it's going to be called the Switch, the hybrid handheld that also could be docked and played on your telly, making it a... I guess it is a console. It's a hybrid, like we mentioned. I remember we... It was like a YouTube video, wasn't it? That they yeah. just like, that they just released. I remember. I can remember watching it now. I don't know where I was or whatever. Just it sat in my room or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, just like we did no clue <clears throat> what it was going to be called. No. Just yeah, we knew heard it was going to be this hybrid, and then we get this strange little video with loads of people <laughs> fucking clicking their thumbs at us. People playing <laughs> playing like the fucking Switch and like rooftop parties. Like, people it. just don't do that. <laughs> yeah, just say, yeah. Sitting on the bus and they're playing bus- skateboarding whilst playing with it on the side. What's yeah, going on here? Basketball game. They stopped playing basketball to play NBA on the side of the court. I'm like, well, that's, that, 
I'm not going to do that, are you? <laughs> Come on. Um, so, Take so, it down the wreck. Yeah. And then like, almost smack bang in the middle, I guess, of the generation. March the 3rd, 2017, releases the Nintendo Switch. 279 280 UK pans. Um, and then me and you go, no, we don't want your PS4s day one. We don't want your Xbox One's day yeah. one. Yeah, Switch will take that bad boy day one. <laughs> what was it? Why did we do this? Because like that's a good point. We didn't get very. Any... Was it? Well, well, no. Was, I think we were. Was it Zelda being offered as I a think it launch? Was, yeah, it was a little. I don't know. I think it might be the price. To be honest. Yeah, under three hundred. Under three hundred. It's probably like a, a sort of cluster of all of it. Really, it was that hype of a new, new technology. Yeah. It was just before the um, horizons. It was after Horizon Zero Dawn. It was yeah, like so a week it was or two after mid cycle consoles, wasn't it? It was. So I think because I remember I bought three consoles in about <laughs> a year. I think it was the Switch, then the PS4 Pro, and then the Xbox One X, and we bought them all. And I remember thinking, "Fucking hell, I've bought three consoles in like the space of a year or whatever it is." Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know what, why I chose to now start doing buying consoles on day one with the Switch, but it was exciting. It was something different, um, something that me and you ne- never had done mm. buying day one. Um, I think we were both ready for this new sort of yeah, the hybrid experience. PS4 Pro was already out. PS3. Oh, was it really? Yeah, November 2016. This was March 2017. So it oh. came out. I can't remember if I had after that. I'm not ready. I think I did because that was when Albert was born. <laughs> I remember people coming over and I was like, yeah, don't look at the baby. Look, look at my new PS4 Pro. <laughs> well, in any case, like we a... still bought three things in, <laughs> in like yeah. two years or whatever it was. This, this yeah, that's right, man. And got sucked into the Nintendo. Now, did you? Did you? You didn't own a Wii U either, so maybe maybe it was just that. Maybe it's because we'd been away yeah. from Nintendo for an entire console cycle, where, wherever that fits into the generations, normally halfway. And thought, well, mm. this looks all right. This one, and it's got Zelda on day one. Let's let's dive That's, in. Yeah, when you look at these consoles in their lineups, this was a hard one to beat. When you've got yeah. that sort of game coming out day one, yeah. Um, and then they get paper. What was that one you bought? Paper. Snipper clips. Snipper clips, that was it. Yeah, played a bit of that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, day one for us. And we played a few games on it. Well, yeah, it's just interesting how that sort of slots into this this generation yeah. halfway through and just comes out of nowhere. Go, I mean, selling like fucking gangbusters still. Ooh. So, and there's rumours of a Switch Pro lurking, which... I need a shot in the arm of the switch, to be honest. I need something like that say, to motivate yeah. me. So I'm hoping that's the, all true. If you go back into the dim fucking archives, there's <laughs> in you. We were doing sort of monthly updates of how we're getting on with the switch. We did like a whole build up to it. Yeah, I remember. Then then it was like a couple of week, a week with the switch, a month with the switch. Then we did like a year anniversary yes. with the switch, and it was it's one of those consoles that. I, every now and again, I'll get like a little um, sort of like a couple of weeks where I'm like, right, I'm going to focus on the Switch and I'll buy a new game and yeah. start playing something on it. And then this lull comes yeah. <laughs> and it ain't 
they don't get picked up for a month or two. Do you when you do play it? Is it handheld or is it a um, no. a docs job? Or is it a bit of both, depending on a bit what? Of both actually, to be honest. The recently, the last I suppose we during lockdown we played a lot of uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. So that was a perfect antidote to lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Um, It was a bit of both for that. Then I've recently played FIFA on it. Um, That was a bit of both, but I'd probably say yeah, absolute blowing. Two two foot in Pickford, I bet now. Oh, that'd be the way. Uh, but I'd say these days it's probably no, nah, I probably would say more. I'd say it's about seventy. No, sixty forty. I'd say sixty right. forty in docked. Okay, favour for me um, because I don't travel. I think if I travelled, oh, I travel, boy. Well, I travel, if I travelled and. Uh, and had the bollocks to um, take it with me to a commute, then I think I probably would play it more. But mm. I don't. I, oh, I do travel. Oh, I travel, boy. But yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't commute long you're enough. Driving, to... you can't be sitting there exactly. playing that whilst you're driving. <laughs> exactly. But if I was a London boy, well, not in current situation, but mm. if I was a London boy of a London commute and was brave enough, then maybe I brave probably would. Play a bit. I remember Jordan. Bought one, oh. Eli, um, and he Eli. got through Zelda, and he said he just used to take it every day and play on the train. I was like, cool, you must shit yourself when you get to bed. Then. <laughs> so fucking well, they released those Switch lads. lights, didn't they? That, oh, that's right. That came out. That kind of papers got one of those, I think. Um, so that was kind of the counter that they were. They were what two hundred quid, so they're about seventy quid cheaper. So less to be worried about, I guess. There is something about picking that thing up, and I, I agree. Although it's it's quite practical. I mean, I've taken it on a plane and used it, but there is something about that that feels a like I could break it quite easily yeah. by dropping it, and and b that it feels expensive. But I don't want to lose it. Like, yeah. You know, you know when you well, get a new phone originally, it's like you don't yeah. want to, you don't want anything to happen to it. I still feel like that with my Switch. I don't want to damage yeah. it or have it lost. It didn't help that they had there was like no like if you broke your Switch, that was it. Everything was gone. Oh there yeah, was no, no cloud save. updates, was there? Cloud that saves. Completely redundant. So yeah, if you if that got broke, you are fucked basically. Uh, so that also weighed on our eyes, didn't we? So I think that was because. Did you take it with you when you went on your big travels to Barbados and all that? Uh, I think I took it the second time when I went to the the Caribbean. And that's when I played. That's when I finished off Ultimate Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate. I knew you fucking blew my lid on the plane though. At one point, <laughs> I was trying to get through some of those. Love it. I I was trying to Gosh, unlock right. Boss as one of those spirit orbs, and oh. the the fight was just fucking impossible. And I almost <laughs> like a few times, like was like very close to just making a real fuck of myself. But that's the thing: you do a controller, you throw it across the room and smash it. Oh, yeah. that's fifty quid. Yeah. <laughs> Not only have you lost all your data, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and maybe a game as well. You fucked in three hundred. I see it's everything gone. Yeah, and I like the introduction they've made to the Switch Online, where you can emulate and play like the the NES and SNES games that I've played through. Quite a lot of old games via that. I've been working away for the Super Mario Bros. series and got about three quarters, well, maybe halfway through 
Super Mario World, the Super Mario Brothers World, is it? Whatever that, whatever that SNES one is. And yeah. Um, oh yeah. I think I'm quite finished it yet. I keep me. Maybe I'll try and before next gen. But yeah, it's it's been an interesting ride of that thing. I'm I'm kind of now at the stage where I want a, a, a an upgrade to get this. Yeah. Get some more power in some of these games and get them performing a bit better. Mm. What's it? Been? It's been three years now, hasn't it? Yeah, for, over three. It's been yeah. a huge year this year for them. They've not, you know, like we had a big, obviously the big launch, and you had that fucking critically acclaimed uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Then you've, you've got them, that's it. Odyssey. They've been dropping these bombs, and then it's sort of taken a bit of a lull this last year. So you never know. There could be another. Maybe they're just waiting for these next gen consoles to because they're going to release some stuff to sort of co- compete with it. But who yeah. knows? We'll see. We'll see how we get to. But the Switch definitely has a, a place during this generation, and the Switch yeah. story won't end until next gen, really. So we'll, it will be interesting to revisit what actually happens with the Switch. Does it ever end? Does it just keep yeah. getting built upon and built upon? Until like, we get the 4K bad boy that's yeah. racing on Switch and Mario Raid racing. I'll be, I'll be well I've up done for it that. Minecraft, so. Absolutely. Well, let's jump into some multi plat games. Let's get in there, yeah. have a little chat about some of these, some of our favourites and, and whatnot. Now, the first one I've got here is actually a game that released initially on the xbox but shortly after perhaps six months after less than that even uh, came to pc and, and ps4 it's inside play dead creators of limbo now if you go on the dimp digital youtube channel there is a series on limbo that i did many years ago let's play limbo with apps and you can go and find that and watch me struggle through limbo for the first time but my first question is did you play limbo and then my second question will be a follow-up to that relating to inside so before i distract you with too many questions was limbo played before inside i don't know the answer to that question i did play limbo and have completed it but i can't remember if it was before or after i think it was before so would rodney let you play inside without playing no, that's what I'm thinking. That's why my brain might be wrong. <laughs> Let me have a look. I'm trying to think what I played it on. I think I played Limbo on PC. I played it on PC. Yeah, I think I might have played it on PC. And then I might have even played Thing on PC, actually, come to think of it. Inside. I think, yeah, I think I nicked it off Salmon. Oh. Hold on. Uh, I think it's on my achievements limbo. If it is, cool. Oh, how's this new app work? I can't, can't get it. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> no, I in my head, I think I've played um, limbo. I I definitely played limbo before. Let's pretend I did for the sake yeah. of this podcast. I've definitely played it to completion. Like yourself, struggled to get through it. Thought it was an interesting concept. Um, uh, you know, these like a little puzzle platformer. Mm. Um, stylistically interesting. Never had this sort of black and white thing. Thought it was a good game. Fine, excellent, done. Move on next. Move on to inside. Okay, oh, so it's the same people that done this played this and were just like wow 
<laughs> was not expecting that at all. No. Um, and it's a similar sort of thing, you know, like it's just that same sort of puzzle platformer, yep. but it's almost mixed with a little bit of like a walking simulator sort of thing. You know, there are obviously platforming, but a lot of the stuff is sort of just walking through environments. And I found that quite interesting. Yeah. It's sort of like the world it's setting and stuff. You pick up bits of sort of like unintentional lore throughout the yeah. world. Yeah. It's a mystery. The whole thing's a mystery. It, even yeah. when you've, even when you finish it, you still sit and think it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I enjoyed I that. Play? Yeah, it is. And people like it, I, what I quite like doing of it is just going onto YouTube and listening to people sort of take away from it. Yeah. Like they, they the, the fucking theories they come up with about the whole environment, mm. like the what what they're doing there and what anything and uh, yeah just that it was just like a weird experience but a, a fun one mm. and it's just one of those short and sweet games you know yeah. i think it's only about two hours long in it so yeah one of the one of the best single session games you can possibly yeah. get your hands on and um yeah it really is a, a special game really and it's, it's it's simple but sometimes they work and i remember getting this pretty much on launch and I think I actually did it in two sessions because I got stuck at one point and mm. I might have needed to go somewhere, but I've done like half and half and came back to it and, and did it. But yeah, just excellent all-round game and, and play mm. dead. Limbo had kind of put them on the map for me, having played it and, and seen a bit of hype, but inside to me was just like a step up. I was yeah. just like, wow, this is, this is it's intriguing to see a similar formula taken to another level. And... Um, mm. You know, I'd be interested to hear about what they do in the next game. It's been yeah, a very, been, very long time. I've not heard anything, really. No, I've not heard anything. I'm surprised, really, because, yeah, it was met with critical acclaim. Um, so you'd think that there'd be a follow-up oh, to it. But Here we go. Play Dead and Epic Games announced in March 2020 that Epic Games will publish the next title, providing full development costs while giving creative control to Play Dead. And we'll split the profits 50-50 after Epic recoups its investment on release. Cool, which yeah. that fills me with joy because that just means that there's endless, there's you know, endless money of, for them if they need it. The resources. Chucking free games at me twice a week. I mean, like, fucking hell. Yeah. So that's excellent news. But yeah, yeah, brilliant game inside. Should should have been played by people if you've got a spare couple of hours. Yeah. Get it on fucking mobile these days. <laughs> Get it on. It's on all. It's on iOS. It's on Mac. It's on PS4. It's on Windows. It's on Switch. It's on Xbox. Two hours of your life. Get a, it played. That's yes, it. A fun. true multi-platform title. And an excellent one. Um, so the next game is not necessarily a game. This one because we can be quite loosey goosey with with these discussions. But this I wanted to talk about the resurrection of a little-known franchise called Doom. <laughs> coming literally out of the fire uh, mm. along with other games like I'd say Wolfenstein as well had a resurrection during yeah. this, this generation of, of games and but Doom it, in particular well, it, started, it started with the resurrection the failed resurrection of Duke Nukem yes Duke Nukem 3D <laughs> was it Duke Nukem forever yeah oh it was yeah one that was like in development for 10 years or something and it was dog yeah, shit. I that came out last last gym, but yeah, that was that was like yeah. one of the games that had been gone for so long. 
and you thought, well, there's no hope for things like Wolfenstein. There's no hope for things like Doom. They've all kind of just t- tailed off, or fizz- yeah, fizzled out for lack of a better term. And 2016, we get Doom, sort of like this this weird like reboot type thing, which is fucking excellent. And mm. then it's um, it's time. It's followed up <laughs> with fucking <laughs> Doom Eternal. We get a lockdown. We get fucking. The same day Animal Crossing comes out, we get Doom Eternal. Yes. Unbelievable. Same and side of the yeah. two, two sides of the same coin, they say. And I say different yeah. coins together, mate. They're <laughs> not even in the same now, ballpark. This happy is one lockdown. of those one, happy lockdown. Deal with that. I forgot about that. This is one of those things as well, much like when we were talking about um, The Last of Us uh, last week, that... Um, Doom, you're like, well, that was fantastic. The nice, cool re- reboot. Does it need a sequel? Oh, yeah. And then you get Harmless. Eternal, yeah. and you're like, cool. Maybe it did need a sequel, you know, because now I can don't think I could go back to the old Doom. <laughs> yeah, and the the great thing we got we got Doom back in a in a good place, which was handy to have in 2016. Um, but the the sequel, like you said, just kind of took it all to the next level and I don't know, I'm, you know it is one of the best sequels out there really like same gen and uh, mm. same same franchise that I've played especially in a first person shooting game like, well, that's it yeah there's only so much you can do I find with this you know mm. people will buy COD and whatnot, regardless whatever yep. but in terms of first person shooting that's why I quite liked the Bioshock franchise because it Try to change it up, um, and like I say, there's so only so much you can do if it is like a new IP or well existing IP or whatever. But that's what they've done with this sequel is they've just tried to change it up and give you more tools in your arsenal and yeah. trying to implement different things that you wouldn't normally get in an RP in a first person shooter, you know. Now we've got like a tower mode that we can go back to and fucking unlock shit and yeah, all the soundtracks from the old games like That's and it. it ties. I thought it done a really good job of in a series that typically story is second or third rate, <laughs> and even in the first one it was a bit of an afterthought. But in <laughs> with Eternal, we've got. Actually, I think really good lore-based storytelling and some good storytelling within the game, and it kind of builds out this whole Doom universe and expands it in a way that I've never had before experienced. Like to understand actually what's going on and what's happened before it. Like I learned all about the ancients and all this, loads and loads of stuff in there. I mean, it's all yes, it's all codex written stuff that you have to kind of um, read through. But I really enjoyed getting to know the Doom universe, and that wouldn't have been possible without Doom Eternal. Yeah, and being a first-person game, almost, you know, like the first person, you think of how this first-person genre started, you know, people always will, Doom will be one of the names that people always say. Um, And that's because, it, you know, Doom is just a picture of a gun. You you never had, there was always the Doom Slayer, but you didn't know what he looked like, really. You saw a little picture of his face getting battered at the beginning. (laughs) But... (laughs) This game sort of made him a character. You sort of see him in the third-person perspective for the first couple of times, and certainly you could sort of see his face a bit more. And 
yeah, it was just like a, a, a more almost a sort of God of War-esque grounded experience, not to the same extent. It wasn't so much a sort of narrative-driven mm. game. No. But but in terms of a first-person game, uh, did it's, have that extra it's weight fucking to doom. it. fucking Doom. Who gives it's a fuck doom. normally? But there's exactly. stuff, interesting stuff going on, I'll tell you that much. And they've the, the DLC's out now, and it's apparently it's fucking shit hot hard, which doesn't surprise me, having got to the end of Doom Eternal, and that fucking ramps up yeah, so much yeah. when you first start. And apparently the DLC just kicks off where you... Um, where you where you start basically in terms of difficulty. So if you've not played it in a while, you'll be thrown straight back in at the deep end. But okay, you know, it's a, a great game. And now that you know Microsoft, the, the, we won't be probably talking about Doom as a as a multi-platform oh, next shit. generation. It'll probably be Microsoft only. The good thing is, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, these games are going to come. The next Doom, which we oh, I'm pretty sure we'll get will be coming day and date on Game Pass and I imagine the DLC to Eternal will as well so the, I think bright fruit future still for Doom Got another, it's got another full game in it at least I reckon I don't know if it's got another one after that I'll be honest for all yeah. I might need my eyes replacing because the pressure <laughs> and there is <laughs> yeah. lovely bit of metal music but yeah yeah it's interesting I, I, I'm sniffing at that DLC it's got a shark in it so I was like cool <laughs> But um, but yeah, great great sequel, like you say, very good sequel. Maybe the perfect sequel, but definitely should be played by people that are into fast paced action shooters. Yeah, would agree. Next up, Resident Evil Two, another one back from the dead. Cool. Maybe, yeah, maybe not actually. Maybe not. Re- maybe not back from the dead. That's not fair because well, Resident Evil 7 put Resident Evil back from the well, dead. But, but this, true, yeah. this does bring Probably back a off. classic 90s game and bring it into the modern era. One of the uh, the great kind of reimagining remakes. Like we've, mm. we've spoken about Shadow of the Colossus, which is a remake, but it's very much Shadow of the Colossus presented again. This is a... You know, we've got this kind of story and this setting going on. It was released on PlayStation 1. Let's take that the, the idea of that and build a, a modern 2020 version of what we think that game should be. And the result yeah. is Resident Evil 2. And it's one of the best survival horror games I've played. Yeah, incredible this was. And almost a surprise of how good it was. Um, you know, like we saw, we got demo of it and sort of the build-up to it and stuff. Yes. Uh, it was sort of quite shortly lived, if I remember rightly, as well. Like, there was a trailer out, and then it seemed to come out quite quick after that. I don't remember it being such a build-up um, to it coming out, but mm. just blown away by how good it was. Um, and that same sort of thing, like, I know with Shadow of the Colossus, you say, like, being it built from the ground up, um it's still, you know, it still looked the same and that with this, it's, it does again, still look the same, but it sort of has its own spin on it. It's sort of, there's, it takes stuff on its, it's not like for like no. with Shadow Colossus. You sit pretty much, you, it's the same game. Everything's it's, where you remember it. it that's yeah. it. Mm. It's the same. This now, it, they sort of deep dive into characters that you hadn't spoken to before, deep dive into things that happen throughout the game. Yeah. 
um, conversations with characters that didn't happen and just expanded it. And I just, oh, it was phenomenal. It shit the life out of me in places. Like, it really <laughs> you don't made like these it... scary games. No, I do. The older I get, I struggle with these. To be, it's weird though, because this week, on the last week, I've been watching nothing but horror films. So I should be able to play games, but because they're so more immersive, I'm finding like the older the game. I think it, I think it's because when I last I played Dead Space, that really fucking killed me playing that game. <laughs> yeah, of course. I remember getting like sweaty hands playing it and actually feeling like anxious to play it. <laughs> Since then, so I'm not great with horror games. I will admit that, but um, yeah, being chased by that big fuck throughout <laughs> and fucking hell. Going through and having three bullets, like every time you miss a shot, you really felt that weight of being like fucking hell. Yeah, I've, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a great mix of of kind of the, the survival horror aspects and 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 the thing I like about it, and this is, and people will rail at me for this, but they these fucking tank controls, they keep getting <laughs> getting defended to the. the the day that people are dying and mm-hmm. they're like, well, it adds to the survival horror element. Cause it's so, it's cause it doesn't control <laughs> properly. It's like, that's not, that's, just, that's garbage. Does it fuck? <laughs> does it fuck? It's fucking annoying. I'll tell you that much. Whereas in this, we've got a lovely controlling silky, smooth, modern 3d game that controls flawlessly. I can move, I can shoot, I can I know what I'm trying to achieve. It's just fucking scary sometimes because they yeah. built it to be like that. And uh That's it. yeah. I'm really enjoying the re I enjoyed the Resi Free remake, not as much because it you know it wasn't the first one, I guess for one, and it was a little bit of a truncated version of a of a game I felt. It was a bit shorter, but it's still good fun to play through. I hope they kind of continue this this timeline of remake games and mm. i'm still gagging for one to be remade in this vein yeah that not... would be lovely one the talk there's huge rumors of four being redone yeah. that would be Just... nice because that's another one i didn't go through properly yeah. no. i've gone for it but um no just a brilliant remake and almost a sort of um birth of these remakes we're, we're certainly getting a lot of them now these Open ground the doors up, really. for Metal Gear Solid, please. Yeah, that would be the fucking dream. But out of the bunch, you know, Colossus was fucking fantastic. But yeah. this was just as good and yeah. a great fucking remake. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. A um, little bit of not really a curveball, but I really felt like I feel like this game deserves a mention in this in this tier, in this sort of top tier that we're talking about now, just because it made such a big impact and showed the power of um, of what ps plus can do for a game and then how you can build upon that and create a great multi-platform game and it's rocket league like the quintessential football with fucking cars that's the simplicity (laughs) game simple mechanics but so well built and put together and rode the wave the ps plus sort of free subscription what made me get it yeah made me get it most most people have got it for that and then went on to have great success in the in the multi-platform world as a as a retail game and now is a free-to-play game under the umbrella of epic so they've really 
gone through several stages of that, but just it feels wrong not to talk about Rocket League in this in this no. generation. I was toying with putting it in the PlayStation chat, but it weren't a true exclusive, and you know it's on Switch now for fuck's sake. So once it <laughs> yeah. once it gets on there, it ain't PlayStation. I'll tell you that much. And um, <laughs> and yeah, I just felt like this was just a, one of the. It's interesting to watch this game explode, like with, with almost everyone yeah. that, that touched it and it played is- it. It was come from nowhere, got on that little that rode that PS Plus wave, couldn't even play the fucker because the servers are all melting, and then <laughs> they've built it up from and, and carried it on, and it's still it's still going strong today, and still as fun as it was on day one. No, it's it. I, you can see it's going to be one of these multi-generation games. No doubt there's going to be PS5 and yeah. Series X updates. Yeah. Um, and like you say, it's just going from strength to strength. It's It rode through us. You know, we've all had a couple of games on it before. We've all had little time. I think even some of the Dimp Boys still play it now and again. Yeah, Always yeah, yeah. Young Pee Wee knocking about on it and Hall and yeah. Logan, yourself, yeah. on the Xbox, played it on different platforms. Well, it's all cross-progress now. So the other, well, it was a few weeks ago, I went on to... You might have the Xbox version and the PlayStation version, and I linked my account, and then all my rewards were funneled into one sort of account. So now I have everything I've ever earned through both platforms on one profile. It's great, like the cross progression that's been developed. And really, and one of the other things that I feel like Rocket League helped do, and it didn't really have the bollocks to do it, but I think it, it helped push it, was this cross-play business that we, we're now yeah. seeing. Like, it was one of the first ones I remember kind of begging for Sony to do it and publicly coming out saying, look, we can just turn the switch on. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just you saying we can't do it. And then... You know, the the dam has started to break on that front. We're seeing cross progression. We're seeing cross play with things like Warzone and, and and Fortnite and all those big games. And um, I think Rocket League had a little 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 hand to play in that because it was so popular yeah. still. Absolutely fantastic. Definitely worth a mention. Yep. Uh, the other one, which I know you've not played, but it's on on this little list of mine, is Disco Elysium. Ooh. The RPG that I never thought I'd even wanted to play, and it's it was it was on that list of, of game of the year from last year in 2019. Mm-hmm. We did it, and it's one of my personal favourites from from that year. It's, Every year you get these games that crop up out of nowhere. Hades this year. Hades this year. Last year we had this, yeah. um, and we got. Uh, Maybe no, it might have been the year before that with um, Edith, not yeah. Edith Finch, the other one. Yeah, what remains of Edith Finch. These little games that crop up, you never hear nothing about them, and they come out and they're all the rave, and mm. you play them and they're like fucking fantastic. I love these little hidden gems that you find, yeah, or like, don't know about, and this certainly seems like one, and I'm intrigued to go through it, but. I don't have anything to say on it, so I'll let you speed the way. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I've spoken about it numerous times because I really do think it's a, a great game, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, eventually coming to other platforms. Like it's still is it's it due Master to, Race only at the minute? At then? the present, you're Master Race and, and Mac, and then it's it has 2020 listed for the consoles, but I, I've not been keeping too much of an eye on it to be honest. Um, in terms of when it's going to come out, but I think that'll give it a second sort of boost, and people will be like, "Cool, that's got some fucking boost on it," and they'll want to, <laughs> they'll want to, um, they'll want to play it. But yeah, I mean, it's 
it's a role playing game at heart, but it's quite non traditional in, in the fact that it doesn't really it doesn't feature any sort of combat, you know, resolution of particular events or conflicts are done through dialogue trees and skill checks that are, that are sort of pinned against your how 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 well versed you are in said skill. Um, so you could build up a, a, this character with with really high perception, which means that if a um, if a puzzle or a, or a problem comes up in that sort of realm, you'll you'll piss it, you'll get through it quite easily. But if you've neglected something else, then like a physical type activity, say it's like trying to climb over up something that's higher than what a, a, you know an average human could do, then you might struggle. So it's always balancing your, your skills about what you need to do. And you, you can't get stuck, I don't think. It feels like at times that you can. Like Sometimes it feels like you've hit a dead end. You think, have I fucked the character? Like, can I not progress? But it's, it, there's, there's seemingly always a way to work your way through it if you hunt around enough and find uh, the roles to it. But the, the, even with all those sort of interesting um, skills and whatnot, the, the, the story is just excellent. Like... The, how well how well it's written how well the characters are developed and it's mainly through reading which is kind of a bit of a, a downer for some people but again you put the effort in the the rewards do come with disco elysium if you've only got a, a console and you haven't been able to play it on master race then when you see this trickling on the consoles give it a go because it's um if you're a fan of rpgs especially like old school ones then i think you'll love this like it's mm. excellent 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 game and it had a uh a, a tv series adaptation announced so we'll see how that turns out oh. fuck knows how they're going to do it because it's so complex <laughs> and whatnot well i didn't know that didn't know that um <laughs> if i said to you super mario odyssey Cool. What would you say? Because some people don't like this game. I've found... Fucking bag of shit. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I thought it was fantastic. Beautiful. Um, again, what I said, I mentioned earlier, um, the Switches have taken a bit of a back step this year because they've had a lull, but we get... Well, they want that Hyrule Warriors to be played. That's it, yeah, that's Prequel to Breath of the Wild. You get the launch titles, you get the big thing, and then not long down the line, was it six months maybe, something like that, mm. boom, we get Mario Odyssey. Yeah. And I've dabbled in the in the Mario worlds throughout yeah. my life. Started off with a couple of Mario games. I've played through the, I had, was it, 64, and a couple of the old school one on the Nares, the Snares, the Carts throughout the years. And this one comes along and, it's like more sort of that 3D world. It's got a bit of a sort of um, updated sort of um, feel to it. Mm. It's sort of yeah, a bit next geny. Yeah. In fact, got all these got you got fucking collectibles and shit to do. Exactly. Little yeah. worlds of little tasks and whatnot. It felt it was a lot more open to. I mean, the last time I'd played a 3D game was I think galaxy which was, yeah which was excellent but this definitely had a different feel to it in like you get dropped off glad on i weren't just glad i weren't fucking put using a fucking wand no. yeah, <laughs> that way you were the wee fucking wand <laughs> so yeah fucking yeah i've got to say went for it was about 10-15 hours long but 
a great game with a great campaign, puzzle platformer. Cappy. Lots of Cappy, yeah, this new feature that I thought at first I thought, what's this? This is going to be weird. And it's. They said that the Leviathan X was good. Well, you ain't played nothing till you played with Cappy. <laughs> It Captain comes straight excellent. back to you. You can jump off him. Yes, you can jump off You can take over the enemies and use them to get around puzzles. Um, you could become like a it's Goomba. A, I am taking the piss out of it compared to Leviathan X. It was like a sort of uh, an iconic weapon type thing, wasn't it, really? Oh, yeah, it's really... You, it, how... you had to use it and get comfortable with the calf, otherwise you weren't going to get through this game or do very well with it. Well, see, in terms of like gaming attachments and things like you know guns maybe saying like the gears of war lancer leviathan x cappy is right up there with the with all of them and he's got eyes so it's it's a real living thing don't be fooled by its comedy appearance no do not be fooled (laughs) i think it's a great game like that i think for me i I prefer it over Breath of the Wild. Um, sure, that, that blasphemy, was, says wow, the Nintendo that, boys. Nah, that ain't... Nah. <laughs> that ain't barren wasteland. I'm a Fucking second game. coming, get off. <laughs> ain't ain't I've tried four to, We've been through it, I've tried. It ain't happening. No. Get me that Switch Pro where it runs not like a pig and I'll maybe I'll jump back in. But for me, yeah. that year, Odyssey smashed it out of the park and overtook yeah. it was, was my my game of the year i fucking love that game i thought it was great and uh i'd actually consider resetting that and replaying it one day but yeah again I just so many to games to play like when you when you get thoughts of that in your head i always think what am i doing like we've, we mentioned <laughs> that backlog list i made of like games i want to play oh, 90 yeah. fucking odd strong and i was like right <laughs> you've really got to stop this stop 84 you've really got to stop with this romanticizing of playing old games or replaying games again because it's just it's not healthy it's too many to you can't do that anymore can yeah. you well can you can yeah but yeah. but yeah no great one of, i've always wanted to go back and get all their moons pointless but yeah just because it's so fun to play mm-hmm. it was just like a warm exciting game fun fact Look, you get that. fun fact yep. adcock did not like this game Oh, Pac-Man. The, the Pac-Man Nintendo bloke doesn't like Mario Odyssey. I think he even said if we was doing a scoring system, I'd give it a six. Fucking hell. I've never been so disappointed in all my life. No. And this is the man that loves Shadow of the Colossus. So yeah. there's something in that brain, but... <laughs> It's obviously a fault here. Yeah, it's not. It's something short-circuited. <laughs> I don't know what's caused that. I think because he played it a year or so after it, and all we heard was it's the best Mario ever played. Like, all this stuff. Right. And it's yeah. same as that fucking Breath of the Wild. Really, you get hyped. You it's get told. You get told that it can't. It's going to be your favourite game you've ever played. And you get through it. You yeah. Think, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble. There is a lot of these outlets. There does seem to be like we talk about it about the Nintendo bump. Yes. Um, and there, there was a thing that seems to have dropped off this year. The Nintendo bump isn't working. They ain't fucking so much. releasing anything good. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> but previously, every game that came out was the second coming. Yeah, it was. So people are wising up. Yeah, snuffing onto it. One game that I did go back and replay, which ended up being a huge investment of time through both playthroughs, and you'll understand why when I say this, was The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Two 
full playthroughs I've done of that game. Um, now, this is, I think, a truly excellent action RPG. Side stories, fucking fantastic. Characters, fantastic. Yeah. Solid, I think, solid gameplay mechanics and a super interesting world to run mm. a mocking as as Geralt of Olivier. What are your yep. thoughts on I The Witcher? Skyrim was the best RPG in the world yep. until The Witcher 3 came along yep. and blew it away. Crapped well, not blew it, it away, but... <laughs> it, it crapped on pulled it. Pulled its pants Both on Switch now, on. it crapped on it, so it's on the platforms that <laughs> matter. Exactly, but no, this is fucking fantastic. It came at such a good time because... It was in the peak of the Game of Thrones franchise. Yeah. So you had this sort of fantasy yep. RPG-esque vibe going on throughout the world already. The fucking phenomenon that Game of Thrones was, the TV show. And then you get this game, and it was the game that broke the Rodney brain. <laughs> Rodney brain cannot play the third entry of a game. Oh, yes. It plays one and two. Yes. But this got the pass. I tried to play the first game. It's a bag of dicks. I couldn't play. <laughs> yep. It's a real PC game. You can't be playing with no controller. No. It's fucking dated as fuck. The brain just went, look, I know this brain of yours is fucked and you can't get past this thing. I'm going to give you a hard pass on this one. <laughs> let I'll let you steamroll through to in preparation for free. So I did that and by golly master raced it. This was in the peak of when I told Elbra I weren't getting a console. I was going master race. <laughs> I bought this and overwatch. Yeah. Those are my two peak. And by golly, it took me a while to get to the end because it was a long game. Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm still not finished a DLC to be fair. I'm still, I'm about halfway through the last one. Was it blood and wine? Yeah. I mean, as well, part of like the package like the DLC is the best expansion pack I've ever bought for a game. Like it was 20 UK pans and you get both of them and you get about 50 hours of content, like good, solid, excellent content. One is just a, um, um, just a, what do you call it? Like a, um, like it's the same world, a story expansion, but blood and wine that you mentioned, you get a whole new map to go and run a mock in. Yeah, it was. And this was the game when you get these open world RPGs, it's the main story. Yeah. And what we like to call here at Dimp is bloat feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This game broke That's that mould and side quests became interest. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> interest quests. They were just as interesting. I mean, it's genius who have thought of that. Should we make the side quests good and then people might actually <laughs> want to play them? Oh, what a surprise. They do. yeah exactly so it broke the mold and it was fucking phenomenal the story was brilliant the gameplay was excellent the rpg elements were insane you know the depth you can go into the mods on pc were ridiculous and now a span of fucking tv series that is something there you know it's worth watching you know it's Mm. not amazing but it's definitely something good and the witcher 3 is a must-play game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was some people had bad experiences because of the technical stuff, 
the issues and whatnot, which I think's a fair criticism if you experience those. I have to say, hand on heart, I didn't experience anything like that. Um, I played yeah. it on base PS4, and it was oh, okay. It ran like a pig at Novigrad sometimes, but yeah, I did know, on PC to be fair. Yeah, I'd no game breaking bugs or anything like that, and it, it felt like a normal open world game that was like, you know, sometimes weird stuff happens, but it wasn't egregious. And I feel no. sorry for those people that had that experience because, like you said, it's a must, it's a must play, and it's you know, now we're on the, the the brink of Cyberpunk, the next game, and it's like the reason why that game's so highly hyped up at the moment is because of how good The Witcher 3 was. Simple as that. I think how, how it must be a good game. Yep. Even Biff completed Even it. Even Biff, yeah. He, he, may have done it one, he may have done it multiple times, and this is a long game. This is a very, yeah. very long game. So that is true. If Sir Bin and Lot is getting through it, then you should too. <laughs> And uh, another long game that Sabin and Lot got through is Rockstar coming back. I mean, we didn't see them all fucking generation. They kept GTA out. 5, GTA remarks. 5, Switch, GTA, they haven't done that. They kept re GTA 5. And I'm surprised it ain't on that Switch yet. <laughs> so I might, to be honest. It could probably run on it. But they, they focus clearly on GTA Online, but... We did get the sequel to Red Dead Redemption, which was called Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, this was a game I spent fucking forever in. And unnecessary. I didn't have to either. This was just a game no. where I was, I was spending weeks in the wilderness just yeah. living with Arthur I think and I remember getting him this through was it. A game, this, was, uh, this was the... Do you remember the Greek... The gate? Was it a gate in it when it's a, when it's a thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, this was the time gate, the playtime gate. Do you remember? Yeah. I lost about 10 hours or something. And it oh, wouldn't yeah. show up on my thing. Well, I clocked about 10, not 90, I think, in the end. I've spent 95 or something, which is long for me. Yeah. I think you're still top on my list on there. I think you sit around 150, 140, <laughs> 150 hours. Yep. So you I played 50 hours more than I played. Mm-hmm. And I and I cleared pretty much everything. Yeah, I think we did. We're all up. I think we all ended on the same percentage. percentage I think. Yeah, pretty much. Ninety like percent clears. Only like a few bits. Like we done all the quests and that. It was just like the collectibles. I think mm. we didn't do. But yeah, and you managed to spend an extra sixty hours, fifty hours in the game, <laughs> just yeah. wandering around. Yeah, I just enjoyed just pretending like role playing Arthur in this yeah. world. Like I just fuck, I used to shave his head, shave his face, <laughs> and then say, right, I'll just I need to get away from that camp. It's too toxic. Like there's, yeah. there's, it's like it's like fucking Twitter that camp. There's too much fucking <laughs> backstabbing and moaning going on. I'm just gonna take off and live on my own for a while. And that's what I'll do. I'll just go out into ride somewhere in the wilderness, set up camp, do some hunting do some fishing. There was always activities related to those that you could be chipping away at. Um, maybe go in the, the, the local town, have a drink, play some fucking blackjack. And I just enjoyed that experience. And, and like we talked about the Witcher three a moment ago that I obviously enjoyed that game. We just fucking gushed about it for ages, but it, it was a different yeah. kind of experience where I was yeah. sort of playing a game in that sense. And I was, I was playing a game at red dead, but I was more, immersed and, and role-playing on Arthur's behalf, if that makes sense, kind of like 
this felt like a real world that was all working in and around independently of me. So I treated yeah. it as such and tried to, you know, make Arthur a, a decent human. At times, sometimes the temptation was there to murder, but, you know, you sometimes have to. But the, the amount of random things that you can run into, it just has that. I was worried that it weren't going to have that sort of rock star nah. sprinkle that stardust, but it, it just about to say that similar to the last of us, it was mm. red, Dead, the original red, red, Dem- red dead redemption. Could have been um, left. Had could that, have left it. Could have left it at yeah. that, you know, the perfect game, the perfect ending. Yeah. Could have left it, binned it one hit wonder done. Yeah. Um, but no, they went back to it and, if anyone, you know, the two companies, or maybe even three with CD Projekt Red, um, you think these games that know how to make a sequel now. Yeah. Um, Rockstar, Naughty Dog, and CD Projekt, you, they're the ones you want making these sequels because when they made this sequel, it, you say you had these problems, and then when it come out, it's just it just blew us away. Yeah. The shit that you could do, the, the realism in it, you yeah. know, you fucking... You're all taking a crap. <laughs> Your beard growing. <laughs> the beard growing. Yeah, just the beard and the hair growing. I was but obsessed incredible. with... Like what I said, I just I used to shave my head and sh- have a shave of his face before I went out. Just so I would... When I returned, I would have a vis- vis- visible sort of progress of yeah. how long I'd spent away. And, and it was... Oh, it's just like the real world stuff you could do. You, you'd get jumped just on yep. the fly. You'd bump into a stranger and go on some fucking weird quest that you had yeah. no intention of going on. Yeah. Um, fucking, you'd shoot up a town and go <laughs> mental for a day, and then you come back three days later and you've got fucking people going, what are you doing back here, yeah. you can't piss off. <laughs> yeah, you remember. So, you can go fucking chased by a bear. and oh, It's just endless fun, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And when there's games, it was was it the same year of God of War, wasn't it? I think so yeah, we had it was. Like yeah. two phenomenons in one year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this was just this just took us away. It was so hard to get away from this game, like not in a bad way, but yeah. just you just couldn't put it down. Yeah. And it was it was one of those games that once it was done, the lull set in because you just you couldn't think there was anything. Bit like you, that was it. That was the best you've ever played. Yeah, I mean, this the story is great. The characters are great as well. The, mm. the open world itself is just best in class almost. And I think the thing that impresses me as well when I think about it is that you've got this huge open world of all these areas that you can go to, all this interaction that you can partake in, and yet the level of detail and the fidelity and the, the graphics on this is just. It's mind-boggling how something that big, that detailed, and and mm. that kind of dynamic can look that good and not not miss a miss a beat, really. No, no, absolutely incredible. Um, I'm just hoping that it gets another patch or an upgrade, maybe um, to the next gen to carry it on because. Oh yeah. It's one of these games that you, I'd like to. Just, it might Talked not be able to replaying go games and replay well. it. Yeah, this is one I'd like to, but it's it's a daunting task of how long it was. Um, yeah. But it's certainly another world I'd like to get back in and just just to fuck about in and and see what that looks like in fucking ray tracing and or sixty frames per second and that mm. all jazzed up because it was absolutely gorgeous and 
must play again. Excellent. Well, that brings close sort of our top tier ones. We will. We said we'll be brief last time about the the second sort of tier down, but we'll we'll see how we get on. Um, so I've got a few here to chat about. What we got here? So here's one. I've, I sort of dropped the seed earlier on, but I thought it's it's definitely worth a mention. Mm-hmm. It's Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, I was wondering if you were going to say about the this phenomenon that swept yeah. the whole world and is still, all accounts, pissing it. Got our slop ass out of fucking the house for one. <laughs> yeah, it did. Remember, if me, you, and George went on a little drive. <laughs> we used to drive we around, didn't we? Drive around drive South down End. Down to Shrewsbury, around South End, and down the seafront. To get the fucking. In, in the park, yeah, to get fucking Pokeballs or whatever it was. That's it. it was mental when I think back at it now. Everyone like... was playing it. It was. Everyone... Nana had a go. Nana had a go. <laughs> Nana it was, was I remember driving go. down Shrewsbury Ness Road once uh-huh. just seeing a church and there was just like a group of like teenagers all with their phone in their hands and ordinary you think oh, you know, it's just what people do now mm. but you could see them all flicking pokeballs and they was like Jesus or you'd walk through the park and you'd hear people going man fucking Pikachu yeah. it literally was fucking like a it was like a pandemic. It just swept through. <laughs> Everyone was playing it. Yeah, I remember it's me, incredible. Logan. Maybe it was just me and Logan. Maybe Hall. We actually took a spent a day in like Priory Park just to just to walk <laughs> around and get try and get some rare Pokemon, which is just that's crazy, isn't that's just, it? You, you think, think about, about it that. now, like doing that right now. Obviously not in this current situation, no. but. If you know, beginning of the year when nothing else happening, January, February, if you'd have said that then, I know. Uh, new games come out, do you want to go down the park and play it? Go, fuck off, go <laughs> <laughs> down the cold. Uh, no, you're right, it, it come but, out a good time from what I remember, like just as the weather yeah. was getting good over here. And, um, yeah, well, actually, I was talking to Hall about this, um, because I was asking about like games of the generation and whatnot, sort of trying to compile that that definitive list that we're going to come up with. Um, and he was talking about Pokemon Go, and I was like, I wonder if it's still how it works now. And he said, well, to be honest, the, they updated it when COVID hit so that you didn't have to go out and visit places to kind of like advance and play the game. Like it made the game a lot more of a, a passive experience where you, if you were in lockdown, you you weren't asked to go outside. You could just do it in your house mostly, which I thought was quite a smart way of keeping it relevant and also kind of at least morally like yeah. suggesting to people like i know you normally used to going out for this but you can you don't have to if you want to keep progressing the game Cause you know what people like, like oh, i want to get my fucking snorlax so they, they up, i thought that was a nice touch they'd updated it to sort of reflect what most people had had in their lives which was restrictions on movement and you know public spaces and things like that but yeah, what a phenomenon this was. Yeah, no, I say it's short-lived. It felt short-lived, but I think it's because other stuff come out. But yeah. it's not short-lived because, like you say, it's still going on today. And every now and again, I'll reinstall it. And oh, really? If I'm, yeah, I think last year it was like nothing huge. I sort of just was down the park and sort of remembered reminiscing about it and just. It, I just reinstall it and my login seems to already be on there so I can just go back in on your and account. then but 
yeah, the same account, just and then have a little five minute play, and then the next day I'll delete it. And it's just, yeah, it's just something that's still there. They tried to integrate it into the game and stuff, but I sort of lost a bit of interest there. But it definitely got its hooks in me when that thing, and yeah, we spent a good month sort of just roaming around. Yeah. Stuff in which you know, amazing really, just to show the power of video games. And this was a mobile game which I don't typically tend to get involved in at all, really. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't hardly ever. But this was this was a worthwhile investment of time, that's for sure. And I think the cle- the, the clever thing was, like, if they'd based this on new gen Pokemon, mm. I wouldn't have been interested. Because no, Pokemon what... still is Pokemon Red and Blue, the original, however many it is, what is it, 150, 200, whatever the fucking number is, people get. But, like, <laughs> but that's to me, it's like it is Pikachu, it's, it's, it's Charizard, it's Squirtle, it's Bulbasaur, it's Psyduck, it's there, that that's Pokemon to me. And because it, yeah. it's, they started with that, immediately I was like, oh, okay. This is the Pokemon mm. I know. This isn't all the weird shit that's coming out that look like fucking monkeys fused with ducks. This is <laughs> this is like proper Pokemon. So for all those people that grew up playing red and blue and yellow on the on the Game Boy, I feel like immediately they were mm. they were their ears were pricked up to look at this. And um, yeah, that was a very smart move starting with that. And it's that definitely they should go back and fuck. I know they've done that. Let's go Pikachu and let's go mm-hmm. Eevee, but. No, no, no. Do a proper Pokemon um, based on that, please. Not this fucking flicking of Pokeballs to it. That ain't Pokemon. I didn't see um, Ash do that in the anime. No, that's right. Don't bastardise it. No, Two no. multiplayer games now. Sort of hopefully quick fire back-to-back ones, but I think they deserve to mention because as a group, and personally, we spent a lot of time with these games. Yeah. Destiny 1 and 2. Um, Phenomenon. A bit of a, a, bit of a love hate. <laughs> game of the year for me. Game of the generation. We don't need a podcast. <laughs> already done. We've already done it. Um, yeah. It's a strange one that we you played a lot of it, especially two, mm. and we come out the back of it and say, fucking hell. But <laughs> there was something there. <laughs> yeah. It's it was a weird, I think it's the time that they came out. It was it was I don't think my body or mind was ready for the grind. No. <laughs> I think like what was there was fun. It was exciting. It was probably the first time I've really delved into a sort of multiplayer experience. Yeah. Really. You know, like I've, I've dabbled in it, but never committed as such to mm. this. You know, like when we were doing you the raiding and that. It weren't worth exactly, to start in. No, nah, that's right. Demanding. So, demanding it was and. A real toe on relationships and still not healed those wounds. Still not healed, but um, yeah. When when I look back at it now, and I think no, it was there was parts that were were fun, and it was you know going through that campaign and that was quite fun. Mm. The grind is not typically something I really enjoy with these type games, even though I do tend to warm to them and do tend to buy them for some reason, these <laughs> games as a service. I'm still doing adventures. it. Exactly, I'm still doing anthem. it. I, I tend to warm to them and then I moan about playing them because I don't like grinding, but <laughs> still buy them and, and do it. So I must sort of subconsciously do it. Um, but yeah, it was a, another phenomenon that sort of wept through us. Mm. They entered the group and sort of became our leader among men. Yeah. 
and then dropped us like a bad habit. <laughs> well, he's, well, he's he's in the shadows. He's still he's lurking. He's still he's lurking. Really pre- he's like the Undertaker. He's going to come back one day. <laughs> Huge comeback. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania. He's coming back. Well, the, we, there will be a Dimper Mania one day, so maybe that can be his, his grand return. But oh. no, um, you stuck. It out further than me. You delved mm. into the DLC. That's what used to fuck me up a bit as well. Is yeah, the DLC. The amount of DLC they dropped, and then I was always a little bit behind, and it was catch up, and I think it toppled up on me, and then them raids really stuck it in my heart, and <laughs> and then we got the, the meltdown gate. <laughs> <laughs> it, two was made just stupidly a bit harder it's only a small tweak but they gave you those revive tokens each each of the raid team had one each so i could revive one person throughout it and then eventually like people go down and once more than six downs have happened you can't die anymore any of you because it it makes the the way that raids are developed particularly on the last boss is that you you pretty much need everyone to be doing their job to maximum capacity, one fuck up and it's gone. That's where the relationships break down because people have lapses and some people can't be bothered or it's not even that. It's just hard. It's hard to concentrate yeah. and and deliver what you're supposed to. And then you have so, the yeah, added pressure you... of if you went down after the tokens have been used, you that was it. You have to, re, you have, to you have to wipe. Do you remember that word? Yeah. Wipe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Amount of times we just jumped off the edge of the mat. Yep. Did we kill it? Yeah, oh, and it was this, so disarming. <laughs> it was like two in the morning, people were <laughs> aggravated, a little bit drunk. Yeah. And you really felt the pressure of if you fucked up and caused mm. a white. And you wouldn't you wouldn't get away with it. No. You'd be no, held account. Was, <laughs> you had five other people just <laughs> it was it was an, it was, an in, it was interesting. And I don't it regret was, the hours spent in no, it. I don't, I, I no, do, I don't. But would I want to do it all again from scratch? Oh, that's Probably the thing. Not. The trouble with me is I, I missed out on the early raids, so yeah. I only was, got I was at the back end of the raids and you know, there was that, that first one we done where the fucking with the basketball hoops and all oh that. God, Raff of the Machine. Raff of the Machine. That was a that was a labour of love. It was an hard bastard. It took us fucking hours, mm. but we still have the YouTube clip somewhere and it's it's it was so good just our reaction when we finally got it yeah. late in the night and the congratulations like the cheering at the end and that yeah. that's what sort of spurred me on. And you know, we got the same sort of feeling with the last one, but fucking hell, we only got through by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, we've gone uh, we've gone through the ringer at that point. We was after we were suffering from some sort of trauma from from the just trying to get through it it left a it left a horrible taste in everyone's mouth but honestly that was strange seeing destiny and then destiny 2 particularly destiny because it was kind of the first one seeing it mm. just engulf people i remember hall and logan just yeah that's what they played for six that's months what they played wasn't it yeah that's what they played for it six months just, we started doing a podcast back sort of near when it come out and i'll be like every two weeks we'd do it with them i'll go what would you play Oh, Destiny! What are you doing? So I was getting some, uh, getting some, some, some filaments for the, uh, for the next up, and I was like, "What are you talking? What do you mean? What does that entail?" I was like, "Well, you just go to this point in the map and you kill these enemies. Then what after that? Well, you just go back into it and do it again. What? <laughs> and it just, it seemed so foreign to me. And I even, yeah. I, I ran through the campaign once, didn't, didn't stick with me. I was like, I don't know what they, these idiots are doing. Then, sort of, Sir Dave 
made his presence felt and kind of took the time to explain how it worked and why you would do said things and what we're working towards, which is these raids or these harder strikes. And then I kind of got a little bit hooked on it. It wasn't to that extent. I was still playing other games, fortunately, but mm. certainly was something I was happy to commit to. And it just, it was kind of just looking back odd to see these games take such yeah. a stranglehold. And it did become a bit like an addiction type thing. It was mm. just like it became... Yeah, you just find yourself. And it was one of those games where you can lose yourself. Like you pick it up and play it, and then all of a sudden you look and you're like, "Fucking hell, I've been playing this for five yeah, hours." It was. It, yeah. I've done nothing. I've just done the I've same. Got like one power level or light level. Yeah, right. And it was just that sort of addiction to carry on and level up and get ready. It was certainly the first type of those games that I kind of mm. experienced. And I don't know, yeah, maybe there's there's chance of another one, but they're just so time-consuming this. Yeah. I like these ones that you can jump in and just play, if possible, which is difficult for most games these days. But um, one that was a little bit easier, that didn't require levelling, but still had this multiplayer edge to it, that sh- which, again, tore us apart sometimes, but in other cases brought us together as, as a dim clan. It was Overwatch which was a hero-based shooter. Um, I enjoyed my time with this. It always felt a little bit more light-hearted and and relaxed. Very, very few... No, there wasn't this... There wasn't ag, was there? It didn't seem with this. No. No, it wasn't a grind or anything. It was was just number one that Hall and Logan and that sort of obsessed over and played multiple thousands of hours in it. Um, and that was that's that's what I find hard with them because they're this this is the sort of genre that they stick to so they they're pretty good at them mm. you know like they're in terms of skill level um, they're always a step above us so um, when we play or certainly when I play with them I always feel like they're always carrying me. Um, which I like so it makes, feet yeah up. which yeah which is yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's quite handy, but you didn't have that too much of that added pressure. You know, it weren't like you were making, well, I suppose we probably was making him lose, but yeah. it certainly wasn't as bad as when you were fucking up in a raid. So yeah. it was just quite fun going through. But then the then we got into the competitive element. <laughs> rankings. The rankings. And to this day, I say Bloodborne is that niggle on my shoulder getting that gold trophy. <laughs> gold ranking. To, to my day. I, that's another one. I still need to get back on there and, and do my competitive games and get a gold thing. But maybe my watch days are done. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not a first-person competitive player. I, can, oh, I think I'll have to just nip that in the bud. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed it for its time. I mean, it ran its course, as, as I find most multiplayer games do, but it had it was interesting early on. It was actually a bit frustrating early on, trying to find characters that you were comfortable with. That was the thing, yeah. With these type of games, I, I like mixing it, mm. but... When you're doing this sort of thing, you can't just fuck about and be whoever you want. You kind need needed stru- a composition in your team, didn't exactly. You? you need a structure, and that's like Hall and that knew what they were doing. And there's, if I wanted to be fucking Genji and that, they, that yeah. weren't allowed. <laughs> 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 or you fucking running around with Hanzo and that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny, but 
No, if you're going to do it properly, then yeah, they need instruction. There, but it is fun. It's, it's the, the whole hero aspect. Like, it was quite exciting getting a new character added every now and again, and they all play completely differently. So yeah, yeah. it's nice to have a mix. And it's for that type of game. It's a brilliant game and still ongoing. It's played a lot. Yes. Yeah. Number two on its way at some I'm time. I'm surprised they're doing that. I really thought they'd just build Overwatch as just like as Overwatch. There's no need yeah. to be a second one. But the fact that they're doing it, it, kind of, I'm like, I'm surprised. I mean, can we take over our skins and stuff from the Overwatch one, or is it a full factory reset? What are we gonna? It just it seems unnecessary as well because the, the the structure and foundation is so strong there. Mm. But, yeah, it is a peculiar thing, but it's sort of been all talk and it's sort of fizzled out now it's true it has waiting for the see what's happened maybe they're watching all these fucking games as a service just implode yeah hang on a minute from that another good time um we did mention breath of the world earlier i i that it's i respect it mm. decent but I'm not having this second coming talk. I don't know what your <laughs> thoughts on it were, whether because I some say it's it. the greatest game ever made. Yeah, with for me, like, I really enjoy playing it, and I know it's a special game. I, I think the thing that gets me is is the physics. I think are the standout thing yeah. of this game. It's the stuff you can do in it that that really blew me away. When I think of a game like a a video game with like my some of my favorite games when i think of like this i think of a story and narration that for me like with this zelda game i didn't think that that took the back step for me you know yeah. like the story it was it was serviceable but it nothing mm. blew me away um but nothing happened exactly that's right um <laughs> the world that's another thing for me like when you look in the horizon some of the fuck like just just the visual look of the world and the things you can do the places you can go you can go to every place you can see pretty much that's it yeah that blew that aspect blew me away but for the vast majority of that game you've you've trodden through fucking barren wastelands <laughs> it's not <laughs> sprinting every six seconds and then your stamina runs out sprinting exactly. again or jumped on horse <laughs> that's it um you know it, it's a pretty game it's a, it's sort of almost started off a trend now you look there's new games coming out and they're all just ripping it they're taking it you've got this genshin impact which, yeah, yeah. You know, that's uh, the people that have made that have obviously loved uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. And Phoenix Rising. Looks. That's another one that looks like Breath of the Wild. Um, and it is a gorgeous game, but the world itself was big spaces of nothing. Mm. So, um, but yeah, the, and then but it was the gameplay loop that was fun. The combat was quite satisfying, and you know some of the, that the um, shrines and that the puzzles and like I say the physics were huge for me it's just I can't I'm with you in saying it's not the second coming because the story wasn't as strong for me um, I don't have that sort of allegiance with Zelda I've, I've no. always I've dealt in it and played a few of them but it's never been that sort of legendary status for me yeah um, but I do respect the game as much like yourself I think it's a brilliant game and one that people should play because obviously a lot of people love it and it is a good game but 
there were just a few little things that niggle me the fucking weapon degradation that yeah well, that, that was the point where i was like when i'd get like a decent set of weapons and you talk mm. about just running through the, the world like there's no point in me going to that camp and wasting <laughs> yeah. two of my weapons to get a worse weapon back like it become counterintuitive to even engage in combat at one point i was like what's the, what's the point in this <laughs> exactly what what is, and also i was like what's ganon doing to that poor zelda in there like, he's had a hundred years <laughs> and they're telling me to sort of run around collecting curic seeds i'm like i need to get in there that's <laughs> it that, that need to save her. Save her. The, the concept of that was quite fun. The fact that you, you could, could just literally go there. just go there from you could complete the game in about ten minutes. I think there's like a speed run of someone just legging it to the boss and doing mm. it. Um, exciting, but yeah, it's it's when we talk about. I think I said it in this podcast or last that this generation, a lot of outlets have had this Nintendo bump. I certainly yeah. feel that this game definitely had that, but. Who's to say, you know, you might play this game and think it is the second coming, yeah. but... Yeah, you might just get sucked into all those hundred-plus shrines and think this is the fucking bollocks finding these <laughs> and finding all the secrets and all the... Because there's loads of shit hidden in the world to go and explore. Um, mm. It's certainly not not, not a negative not game a at all. Not game at all, no, uh, no. And, it, and to be honest, like, there's there's bigger fans of it than us in, in the Dimp Clan, so... Don't count it out of appearing in a in a game the generations shortlist somewhere in the near future because there's people that that back this game, and um, I still have great respect for it. it. Just wasn't wasn't kind of what I was what I was after, and it did come out shortly after Horizon Zero Dawn. So I went from this rich, you know, beautiful looking Sorry. open world with robots and fucks running around to this fucking shit house barren. Fucking goblins. Oh, sort of fucking, it was sandwiched in between Horizon and Red Dead. We yeah. got like that and this, and then a couple of years after we got Red Dead. So a real... like, what's a goblin? <laughs> what's a mo- was it a moblin? Moblin. More goblin. Yeah, I can't remember what now. But I, like I said, if Switch Pro comes, I'll be, I might dive back in one last chance. Because I finished it, but I wanted to I wanted to do more of the shrine stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Certainly one of those worlds you could easily jump back in and, and just fuck about with yeah. just to get away from the road, even if you're fucking surfing down a mountain on your shield. shield yeah. that then that fun. fucking breaks. So then you're left <laughs> yeah. fucking cack-handed with no shield, which ain't ideal. Um, yeah. Last one. This is it, the end of the line, unless you've thought of any war during this time. But um, mm. this is more of a... I feel like this is just an important signpost game. Because yeah. because the franchise had disappeared and been gone for so long, and it had been, you know, for all intents and purposes, apparently abandoned. But this is now a glimmer of hope um, in Black Mesa and beyond. It's Half Life, Alex. Is this now the signpost that there will be a Half Life three? Developed in the future, I've played it. It is a, a VR only title, which I think in some ways enhances it, but on balance doesn't bring enough to the table. It's a great VR game, perhaps the best I've played, but still doesn't solve some of the the, the baked-in issues I just have with virtual reality as a, as a platform. But more importantly to me, this shows that Valve are sniffing and are considering at least looking at the future of Half-Life as a game series and that there's potential for free to come in. And I think there's, there's seeds and bits and pieces in half Life Alex that, 
that could move things along in a future game that, that that's free and links back in with two and, and does all the good stuff that people and the fans of the Half-Life series want and kind of need after the, the cliffhanger of episode two on Half-Life 2 that we're all kind of stuck on. So th- it's more of a, A, it's a great VR game and probably if you've got a VR set, you should be playing this because it's, it's probably the best game you can you can get on it. And B, it shows that there's there's still beating heart potentially for Half-Life and that can only be a good thing unless fucking Gabe goes, it's only on VR. <laughs> and then I'll be fucking fuming, if I'm honest. Yeah, but, that would be livid. Yes, it's, again, I've not played, Alex, obviously not having a thing on that, but it's it's one of those games that you know is coming sometime. Um, I think, you know, it's 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 going to be one of those ones that's a bit of a last guardian you know you know you're work, they're working on it but they're so sort of secretive about it and mm. don't want to give anything away so you're sitting there thinking are they working on it yeah. um and like I say a game like this comes out people probably thought this was number three yeah and this is all we're gonna get and it might very well be it but might be I think it's a beloved franchise. You know, anyone with a PC would have delved into their Half-Life franchise. Yeah. Um, I think there's enough warrant for it. You know, like there's there's so many memes about Half-Life Three being announced and that yeah. that I think they until they announce it, then I think they realise they go fuck me. Cool. A lot of people wanted this game. Yeah. Um, so it's just a bit of if not when, but it it seems to be working in their favour because I think the longer you leave it, you know, the more hype it's building, and well, you, maybe you they're just, doing this on purpose. Maybe, <laughs> but then with hype comes disappointment if you don't yeah, produce it. So it's, it's a tricky balance. You've really got to have your bollocks set and be happy that maybe you could... they're they're so advanced because that's going to much like the. Uh, Breath of the Wild, the physics. Maybe they're, they're rather waiting for the tech. Maybe it the tech that they want be. to do this game hasn't be, even been be. invented yet. <laughs> oh, God. But, so another generation we might get in next. Oh, no. Imagine it'd <laughs> be like, it'd be augmented reality. You have to get one of those fucking, <laughs> what are those things called that Microsoft oh, yeah. were doing? Um, yeah, I know. What you mean. Thousands of pounds. Yeah. Mm. One of those. Polo lens? Polo lens, that's it, yes. Is that it? That's yeah, the one Maybe maybe that's what's required. Three and a half grand. Gabe goes if you want to play it, and that's what you gotta got do. Yeah. Record sales ten <laughs> <laughs> worldwide. Deary me. Well, unless you've got anything you want to be uh, I not really well, well, I want to but I, I suppose we've got to mention the tiny little game Fortnite I suppose yes yes Fortnite <laughs> and well player Road unknown's back. battlegrounds I say that um, we'll just bundle them all in together yeah, Fortnite this, this generation Apex has been Warzone <laughs> like they've all yeah had their I mean I didn't I played a few of them we played we played Player Unknown yeah. a couple of times, and Fortnite I played a handful of times. I haven't played Warzone. I've kind of, as you'd expect, us not being multiplayer boys, sort of dried up on them. But um, even um, what's it called? What's the new one? The fun one? Um, Fall Guys, is it? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of a similar sort of thing. But no, it's been the rise in battle royale this this gen. It's um, transcended it. like a normal core gamer audience and gone like mainstream Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really has, hasn't it? Are um, there people revealing like music tracks or TV shows yeah. and announcements in Fortnite? In Fortnite, yeah, there's rappers that have released albums. They even had like a film night. They, were, they showed like Inception, I think, one yeah, night. Yeah. Game. Um, they had like a, a music festival within within one. It's it's ridiculous. Like when we talk about Rocket League and how much that sort of transcended over the years, this game, like Fortnite, that how much that is in such a short space. Mm. It's just. No game is like you know. I suppose Minecraft's probably one of the closest things that's come to it. But yeah, yeah. no game has had this short success and rise in popularity like Fortnite. Whether you love it or hate it, it is a phenomenon. One that we should mention. But yeah, no, you're t- absolutely right to bring it up. So I'm mm. glad you did. It's um, we've had probably low experience compared to other people playing it, but um. So- yeah. I know that, that on the Warzone front, Hall is still playing it every other day. So planning the future is once all this hype is settled down for next gen and looking back at current gen is to get him on to talk about um, Battle Royale in general and but specifically why Warzone's kind of sticking with him at the moment. Mm. And is it just going to be another one of the conveyor belts when the new one, another one comes out, he migrates to that or is yeah. it, or have they found a home for lack of a better word with, with Warzone? Mm. Is this, is this the, the perfect balance of, of call of duty kind of like pretty much, you know, baked in gameplay that you come to expect with the formula of battle Royale. That's just actually the perfect mix for, for COD fans that were getting burnt out in the series or Fortnite fans who wanted something a bit more grounded. Who knows? Like these are all questions that I'm hoping to, to ask the, the Oracle himself on a, on a future podcast, but too right for bringing that up. Adkins, the, the battle yeah. royales and the, the Fortnite in particular is just, is transcendent. No matter what we think of it, it's uh mm. it stands on its own two feet in this generation is an absolute, breakout for the game yeah, game industry um i got one more game that's an odd mention Here because it's not really a positive one but i just feel it needs like a generation it needs a, a mention for this generation yep and i think the reason it needs to be mentioned is because certainly if you're going by generations it's probably this generation's biggest disappointment. <laughs> um, not so much now, but certainly it's when it was released. Cyberpunk. What? <laughs> that, that's a. We're gonna go. I just wanted to make a little mention to No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're gonna hurt some people's feelings saying that. That's it. Like I say, it's it's great. It's 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 now in a nice state, but I can't remember there being a game last gen that was this sort of amped up and and sort of hyped that we all were yeah yeah that that might have been not to this level it wasn't i was gonna say this game had everyone by the fucking bollards didn't it and it was everyone was having it and just i think that was yeah it hit hard that disappointment of that game oh yeah like it's, the, it's good to see that they've they've stuck with it and now it's in a state where it's it's play it's 
you know, it's worth playing now and should be played by people. Yeah, like it's it's insane that that, that came out in in 2016 and yes, was just a a shell. Well, no, it was still pretty detailed, but it just wasn't it, yeah. fun for for a long time to play. Like a lot of people gave up on it, and rightly mm. so. And really, the, this it is a. I don't think you would have got this last gen. We're talking 360 and PS3 era still because we're still in this gen. So I don't think a game like this could have survived or thrived because it took update, update, yeah, update. update. Like not on the not in the console space anyway to kind of flesh out and build this game, and it's kind of lived through mm. four years of of big, huge updates that have added massive amounts of stuff stuff that was promised from day one like multiplayer for example that's now like the big monkey off their back they've got multiplayer in no man's sky there's huge freighters that you can build like the bases you can build now it's all it's almost like a completely new game it's 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 a it's kind of like a a bit of a you know poster child now for a a game that did go wrong at launch but if you work at it and and build and put in to, to place content that people of requesting or after you can still turn it around like yeah. they, they have by all intents has turned it around yeah. to something that's a viable you know i wouldn't have any problems recommending really no man's sky to people no. if, they, if they had a passing no. interest in it it's just that people have had their bollocks burnt from buying it yeah, launch that's and, right. and yeah. rightly so they'll never go back that's that's completely Definitely. no it's an interesting game to bring up because i yeah like i say it's it's got to be with this generation's biggest disappointment at launch but it's also yeah could be classed as one of the best turnarounds as well yeah it's a a real a real landmark in this sort of generation and one i thought does deserve a little mention just for for a a different reason to the other games yeah no, I, I totally agree with it and it's funny how it was dubbed as almost like a playstation game and it was co co kind of um uh, published on the on the PlayStation 4 with Hello Games but it was it was promoted and marketed as a as a PlayStation game and then it we found out it was on PC and then 2 years later it comes out on on Xbox and we're still waiting for that Switch that Switch version to, <laughs> to appear one day but yeah definitely an interesting story and one that I I'm not convinced could have been maybe I've just completely forgetting but I'm not convinced the game a live game like this could have existed in the last gen just because the amount of not just the amount of work it needed like just the tolerance of people to wait it out and accept it like mm. live updates and content being added all free yeah if you've got the game you'll get the updates no paid dlc no monetization inside the game itself no. there's, there's a lot of nefarious fuckers penny pinching out there and uh, you know yeah. Hello Games did get it wrong at launch, no doubt about it, but they've, in my view, more than made up for that. And uh, yeah. now it's a, it's a, it is, like you said, it can be seen as a success story. Yeah. Um, just not for Biff, because he's never, he's never going to go back to it. <laughs> not a chance. So Bin Lot will never it? reach the centre of the universe, unfortunately, and be enlightened. What's the saying? I forget now, burnt once. Shy. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, burnt once, shame on. There's something like, fool me once, That's shame it. on them. Fool me That's twice, it. shame on me, or some bollocks. That's it. I'm just counting the updates they've done. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 updates they've done since 2016. And one, of them, and one of them is a VR update, so they added that cool. halfway oh, through. Incredible. What's amazing, it's still only about 20 gig, I think, the game. Oh, yeah, it's small. <laughs> yeah. And you can Perfect. find it pretty cheap as well if you look around, so... Um, yeah. If you've not played it, now's the time to jump in. There's so much content there, you probably won't be able to get through it all. Um, yeah, multi-plat as well, apart from that Switch. Yes, absolutely. Well, there we go. Multi-platinums, platinums, platforms <laughs> in the books as well. There's only um, one piece of the puzzle left, and it's Xbox, um, which we'll be looking to get done. You might get a rest for that one, Adkins. I feel like you've yep. served your purpose. Well, <laughs> done done almost three hours well, over three hours worth of retros on multi-platforms yeah. and playstation and we have as you mentioned you on were the joking earlier on our on our chat earlier you said a four-hour marathon it's turned <laughs> into that no it's uh it's, that's what you gotta do gotta put the work in but these consoles deserved it it's a good generation it was a good generation indeed and there's still a little bit more to come from us and then We'll be on the eve of next gen generation. Will it be Gen Nine? We're on Gen Eight now. Yeah, Generation Nine. Cool. What's going on? What's going on? Get me that mobile. Fucking trash these gens in. Get me that fucking Amazon Luna. Fucking. That's the fucking point. Fucking 800 quid's worth of kit sitting there. Piss off. Put it, put it on me mobile. Next. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. Right, well, thanks for that, Atkins. We'll, uh, no I'm sure we'll reconnect soon because there's there's a lot to a lot happening. And uh, thanks for your, your time, especially um, for, the, for these retros. And everyone else, if, if thanks for, for sticking with us and listening. And we'll be back, we'll be back next Monday. So be sure to subscribe if you just found us or stumbled across us we're on all good podcast apps and the youtube you can find us at idle game chat and uh, you can subscribe through pretty much any method that you you deem um to be appropriate so nothing more for us to say though apart from thanks for your time and ta-da This was a Dimp Digital production.